I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Well, hello there, and welcome to episode three, The Science Fair Project. Today, I'm going to share a few stories about our struggles and uh, some successes. Um, Well, they were all successes because they all got done, but just some funny stories about um, dealing with a science fair project. So this past month, I guess it's been a little over a week since my seventh grader turned in her project. And so this has been on my mind a bit. kind of the funny stories and just the struggle of of the science fair project we'll just put it that way it sort of reminds me of um if you've ever listened to brian regan and he has a story about he's talking his whole spiel about school and and he's like it's just like you wake up in the morning and you're like oh no the science project that's today so i feel like we have a little bit of that, like that's today. I didn't do anything. I had nine months to do for this project and I didn't do anything. Um, so we're going to, I'm going to just tell a few stories, funny stories. Uh, well, hopefully they're funny. Just some stories about, uh, our experience with the science fair project. So yeah. Okay, so um, to start with, I want to just share a little story about our first experience sort of with going through the whole science fair project. So my oldest son, he was, I think he was in sixth grade um, because he was in middle school and he shows up and he was riding his bike to school. And so he's like trying to drive home or ride home with this trifold board on his bike and I didn't even know he had this trifold board and he is riding home and my cute neighbor sees him and she like just grabs a board and shows up at our house and is like here Luke was riding home and here's his board and he shows up on his bike and he says and I don't know if this is all the right correct order maybe this was a few days before but I'm pretty sure that when he <laughs> He says to us, uh, the science fair project is due tomorrow. So very similar tomorrow. How long have you had to do this project? Oh my gosh, tomorrow. And in my brain, I had like a bunch of things to do that night. I remember, I think I had book club to go to and I didn't want to miss book club. So right away, I think, okay, what can we look up that is really fast? What can we like um, do in a day? I mean, this is supposed to be something that I don't even know how long he had. 
maybe a month, two months to do this project. So I'm thinking, all right, what can we put together in a day? And so I go on YouTube and I try to find something that would interest him. And and so I'm just looking things up as he's trying to think of ideas. He's like, I don't even know what I want to do, which is probably why he hadn't done anything. And so I'm looking things up and I find a teacher who's demonstrating the Doppler effect. Um, and she was using a t tuning fork or he was using a tuning fork and spinning it around with like a string, like a lasso. And you could, you could hear the effects of the Doppler effect. And I thought, okay, would this interest you? And it interested him. And so I ran to the music store because I didn't have too much time between when dinner had to be done and I was leaving and I go and get this tuning fork and we decide, okay, we're going to do this project and all the order of it, of what he was doing for research. I'm not even sure how that all worked out, but I got the tuning fork. I remember having to run in between taking kids somewhere and come back. And I luckily, my husband was available to help that evening. And so he and my son worked together that evening to put together this project. So I get home from my book club and... I'm kind of expecting this tuning fork thing because I had, you know, made that special effort to run and get it. And they have a totally different project. Um, so, which actually was even kind of more fun and I thought was pretty ingenious. So my son had an iPod and he thought, well, what if we record a sound on the iPod and then do something with it. And so we had a Nerf football. So they decided to cut an opening in the Nerf football, stick the iPad, iPod in, in the Nerf football, and then they just tossed the football and you could totally hear the Doppler effect. And so the Doppler effect is kind of when you like hear an ambulance going by and the pitch of the ambulance sirens change as they're like coming away as it goes by you. So you're like, or it goes higher or lower. So, and that's what was happening when he threw, when they tossed the football back and forth, he, you could hear that sound. And so we're like, okay, that's the project. We could do it in a day. He did a little bit of research and we, I think we stayed up till, I don't know, close to 11 or midnight, just trying to put together his board and doing research and making a graph and somehow trying to extrapolate data from, from that. So he br takes it to school. And when he comes back from school the next day, I was like, well, how, how, what was it like? He's like, well, I just demonstrated my project and I asked him a little bit about the other kids who did their project. And um, he said there was this girl. I don't know if it was a girl. There was a student who had like a water filtration system. And then he was describing just some of these other projects that I was kind of impressed with. I was like, OK, well, at least you got you got it done. You got points and kind of like. All right, we'll move on. Let's let's move on with the day. So a couple days later, he comes home with this giant trophy. <laughs> and we're like, what is this trophy? 
And he says, I won. I won the science fair. And <laughs> we just were laughing because we're like, wait, what? How did you win? I thought you said there was that girl with the water filtration system. And he said, I don't know. I just they gave me this trophy. I won. Um, I think maybe he won for his grade or if he won overall. I, I can't remember exactly, but we were just dumbfounded. You won? Oh, wow. That's amazing. And then as a parent, I'm thinking, oh, no. What kind of precedent have we started here? As he's done this project in, I don't know, six hours as we did it right after school. And he won. So I was a little worried about, oh, okay, I, we're not going to do that again, though. Realize I was trying not to take away from the celebration because it was pretty awesome. But then I was like, well, next year, we want to make sure you're like not doing <laughs> last minute. Of course, right? So the next year, he didn't do it last minute and he didn't win. So I, I don't know. If, I'm not going to say it was a fluke. But I think it was pretty funny because I was speaking to one of the parents who was on the PTA and he was one of the judges. And I I was at some meeting and I asked him, I was like, well, I just was really surprised. I mean, not that I didn't think that project was good, but just I had heard about a lot of other projects and I was wondering what, um, like why Luke won? Like what were, what were the factors that influenced you on making Luke like win this project and he's like oh well I mean you could tell that he he his parents didn't help him with that like that was just totally something he could do the other ones the parents totally helped them with I was like okay I don't know if that's the whole criteria but yeah I mean but we did help I guess we didn't build anything he he came up with the idea so that was that was good. Anyway, so funny. So I've kind of, I'm trying not to be super grumpy about science fair projects, but I think it's so funny. Like after that experience, I've sort of been like triggered and like, oh, the science fair. And I don't want any of my kids after to leave it to the last minute because it's so stressful and you're up late and it's just, I don't want to do that. And so I think sometimes I secretly hope when we go into open house during middle school that they'll say, you know what, this year we're not going to do the science fair, but that doesn't ever happen or it hasn't happened yet. Um, and I, I, I do love science. I think it's fun to do projects, but maybe it's just the like worry about trying to motivate your kids to do this and you're supposed to make sure they're doing it on their own and you're not supposed to help them that much or build some big thing but you want to help them because some of the things they choose you don't even know how they're going to accomplish it so two of my children when they went through middle school they had this um, it was sort of a different science project it was along the lines of medicine and it was called best medicine the hardest thing about this type of project was they had these people, these, I don't know if they were doctors, um, but they would come in from the Cleveland Clinic and they would 
talk about medicine and then they would talk about these projects and they'd say, okay, well, you can think of if you can help solve any problem, that's going to be your project. So all you have to do is just think about a problem that you want to solve and then your project is to build a prototype to solve that problem, which sounds fun, right? Like that sounds fun from, I don't know what perspective, but maybe it sounds like a really good idea. So when this first came into play with my daughter, I just could not believe that it was, I was like, well, do they have like a scenario of what problem you're supposed to solve? Or do they have um, a, a just like an example? Okay, this person has this problem and how would you help solve that? And she said, nope, we just can choose any, anything, anything, anything. Okay. And that was just the hardest part. If you, we are like, all of my kids have been relatively healthy. So we haven't really been exposed to a lot of going to the hospital and just seeing maybe what could be improved in that way. Um, and so I just felt like, I, I don't, I don't know what is out there. And that was kind of just this overwhelming, like, ah, so, and I don't even know if this considered as solving a medical problem, but maybe it's just solving a problem of someone who has a medical issue. And so we had this, and I don't know why with my older two kids, it was just always music that we were like, they were interested in music. And so we thought, well, let's do something with music. And we had this electric piano. And to be honest, I don't even remember how this like came into be. Or how she thought of this idea was like, well, maybe we make a pedal for someone who doesn't have legs, who who could then play the piano, who would have to press down the pedal to sustain the notes. And you could have something that goes in their mouth and then they could use it in their mouth and then they could still play the piano because, but if they, but they could sustain the pedal in that way. Okay. Well, that is a great idea, and somehow we were able to build a prototype and put it together, and I just am like, wow, this is crazy stuff, and I feel like there's a little bit of, I don't even know if they were doing research, but they own, it was just all this, they didn't have a ton of, um, maybe they did, I don't know, it just just seemed like very open-ended there's how would I even know how much supplies would cost to build a prototype and gosh is this just like anything goes maybe there's like a budget there was just nothing like that so ours luckily was just something that uh I think we ended up hooking somehow something to a clothespin that then would be hooked to wires. Obviously, we wouldn't want to put something in your mouth that's like hooked to wires. So, and we made it work. And so she could play and um, and somehow made it work. And yeah, that was, 
that was kind of crazy just coming up with this idea. And so my, my third um, child, he had the same thing. And I think this is in seventh grade. And I kind of was learning to dread this just because like how, I don't even know what problem to solve. And I was pressed, impressed with all of the kids that came up with problems. Um, and right now I can't even think of all the, the things that they solved. But um, my, sec- my third son, his best medicine project, he knew right away, which was so nice. But also, and I'm just like this Debbie Downer with my kids and their projects because he's like, okay, I know what I want to do for best medicine. I want to build a retractable leg for somebody who has a prosthetic leg and when they take it off, I guess, and go to bed, they can just put it in like their side table and they just like fold it up and put it in. Okay, I didn't I don't even know if that's like a real problem, but um that's what he wanted to do and he was uh he was excited about it. And so um we I think he had to do a little bit of research, but m- at first I'm just like, are you sure you want to do that because is that even like a thing? And he's like, I don't care if it's a thing. I just want to do it. I think it'll be cool to do a retractable leg and that's what we're going to do. And so we had a couple weeks to do this and luckily my husband is pretty handy and so they went to Home Depot and were able to put together um like they had this prototype with it's sort of like a styrofoam where cuz it was going to be below the knee um where the leg could rest and I don't even know if it was actually like the prototype wasn't that functional. Like, I don't think you'd want to give it out to somebody for trial. Um, (laughs) But he, anyway, they put together with some PVC pipe and then were able to make it retractable. Um, And so that was done. Yay. Those two things. So I kind of, after those two things and just the overwhelmingness of projects, I'm like, okay, so when my daughter, who's now in seventh grade, who just finished one project, was in sixth grade, and they said there's going to be no best medicine this year, I was like, yes, no best medicine, because again, I'm thinking in science, please no, please no science project, please no science fair project, But, um, but then they did have to do a science fair project, and so last year, um, my daughter, who's now in seventh grade, obviously was in sixth grade and she wanted to power, did like the lemon battery. So we did that, which, you know, is always, always fun. But, um, when they pick these projects, I think that's one thing that drives me nuts is they, I feel like there needs to be this something in their class. Like here are, I don't even know if I want to say approve projects because you don't want to say to the kids, whatever questions you have, you can only have these certain questions because they want them to like, okay, if you have a question, that's what a project, any question. But like I said before, the whole budget thing and and some of these middle schoolers don't really understand all the cost of, okay, how many things can go into this project and 
do we even have these things and do these things even exist but that doesn't even happen there's no there's no guidelines it's just have a question pick a project and you got to go for it um so this past project of my seventh grader which kind of brought me to this whole um story i just was thinking about all these projects and and my family's sort of funny because I'm just like, oh, mom, you hate the science fair. I don't really hate the science fair. I just, it's just the stress building up to trying to get you guys to like do stuff for the science fair that I hate. So let's just put it that way. This the struggle before and because my one daughter, when she didn't have to do the best medicine and she just had a science fair project and she just did it. She just like okay, this is what I'm going to do. She did something with how an egg can float and she took pictures and did her research and I didn't have to like kind of like prod her along the whole process. It was easy, no big deal. So that's what I would love. But I feel like that's like the unicorn of what actually happens when you're trying to get a middle schooler to remember to do their project, especially when they have, which is what my daughter had, nine full weeks to do this project nine weeks and I guess that's a good amount of time and we had winter break as part of that but ah, uh, just like nine whole weeks I I don't know it just felt like a really long time and um she took a you gotta take a couple weeks to ask your question figure it out so that was good and she wanted to do how well people wash their hands and I, <laughs> again, at the beginning of this project, because I had to sign a paper that said, okay, I'm aware of this project. And, um, and I at first was just like, S are, are you sure you want to do this? Do you even know how you're going to do this? And, and maybe that's, that's not really, obviously that's not very helpful of me because I, I didn't know the how and, um, and I've been learning that sometimes you don't need to know the how. You just need to go ahead and then that's what you figure out. So luckily she just dug in her heels and she's like, yeah, this is what I really want to do. I think we need maybe some Petri dishes. And when people wash their hands, we can just like let things grow. And I just was like, okay, well, um, what do we need to get? And then she would forget about the project. And another couple of weeks would go by. Okay, uh, Sophie, what do we need to do? What what do we need to get for your project? Do you have any, have you been doing research? Do you know how you're going to approach the whole washing hand thing? Um, I don't know. I think something, again, like Petri dishes. And so I was going to look up Petri dishes and we were heading into winter break. And I was thinking, okay, we can maybe, and we were going to meet going away to um, be with my family. And um, I thought, well, maybe we can, when everybody's together, we can just have everyone participate in this project. But um, there was a lot of things that I was stressed with before all these things happened. And I didn't, we didn't get anything ordered. And she forgot about it. So we go into winter break. We come back from winter break and I keep on asking her, 
So when is your science fair project due exactly? Like how much time left do we have? Because I know you want to do this project of washing your hands. How much time? Okay, I don't know. But I've been doing research. So, um, okay, she's been doing research on effective ways of washing your hands. And we still didn't really know the how, how we were going to do this project. So we finally get, I think we're maybe two weeks out. So again, we've had nine whole weeks. We're not quite like Brian Regan in the night before or like my oldest son. I've been trying to be better as I've learned from that first day. And so I kind of went into a little bit of freak out mode, not freak out, but I'm like, all right, we are not leaving this till the last day. There's no way I want to be up till midnight doing this project. Do not want to have it. So you need a plan. So I told my seventh grader she needs a plan. And so we decided to look on Pinterest to see if there were any projects about washing hands. And hallelujah, they have this like glow germ lotion. If you ever want to do this project, it's kind of super easy and fun so there's and I think um and not that expensive so you can you can order this it's called glow germ and it kind of replicates replicates germs so you put this glow germ on your hands and you wipe it all over and then you shine it under a black light and it looks green and so you can see where all your quote unquote germs so these are like pretend germs it doesn't like grab onto germs that are on your hand it likes it's a simulation for germs so it so you get this lotion you rub it on your hands and then you walk you take a picture before and then you wash your hands and then you take a picture after and you see how well where the you shine the blue the black light on and you see how well your hands are washed Okay, super, that sounds great. That is manageable. We can do that. We order the supplies. They come in I, literally like the next day. And then it sits in our kitchen for a week. So now we're pretty close to almost last minute. I think we maybe have a long weekend and a few days to get this project done. And she has to have 10 we looked up and it said to suggest to have at least 10 participants. So I'm thinking, okay, this weekend we'll go around to call, we'll, we'll call our neighbors or see who wants to participate. And I'm trying not to take over because I know that they're supposed to learn, right? And I'm trying to remind my daughter, okay, you need to do this. And I'm just trying so hard, but it's so hard not to just be like, okay, who are you calling? How about I call them for you? Let's just get these people over. And then she got invited to a party um, on their day off. Uh, I think it was when it was like Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And so perfect. Let's let's make, let's have you bring your supplies and you can see if you can get anybody there. You need at least 10 people, but I was hoping she would get 10, but whatever she got, I was hoping to be grateful, which I kind of was, but we don't need to go into that really. Cause anyway, so we printed out a little, uh, form that they could read so they know exactly what's going on. 
And at the party, she did find three people that would help her. Okay, so we are at Monday and the project is due Thursday. And she comes home and we have a little bit of an issue because I'm sort of frustrated because she only has three people that she got and she was at this party that had a lot of people. And we get over that and uh, luckily uh, her older sister has three or two friends over and then with the rest of her family there, we, it, we get 10 people. Yay, 10 people. She gets her project, at least the experiment done. And then she doesn't, and then I, I don't know. I just like, I keep on forgetting and I guess it's not really my job to keep on reminding her, but sometimes I feel like it is my job and I know she needs to remember. So then we, I think we had an extra day off for teacher in service and I was helping someone out and I forgot to remind her to do it. And then we went to a museum And then it was Wednesday, the day before it's due. And here we are again, the day before it's due. And we at least are not at that point with my oldest where he didn't have anything. So we've already done the experiment. Luckily, she's done the research. So all we need to do is put the board together. So after school, that is what we worked on. And I really did a good job of not trying to take over. I just had to make sure she made things big enough because I said, they're going to be kind of older people like me who can't see very well now or using their glasses. So you have to make sure things are big and easy to read so that everybody who's looking at it can read your project. So... And my husband, who's really good at programming and making graphs with with um, with numbers, he helped her make like a graph with all the information. And then they made a little like pie chart of how the results turned out. And it turned out great. It just got done. I mean, that's like and I was just so so grateful it's like this big albatross it's been sitting on my back like slowly like just off and yes it's done we didn't forget and it was only like 8 15 when we were finished it wasn't even midnight so hooray yay it's all done and then the next day we didn't forget she didn't leave it at home which is another great thing because that like i'm sure i was so worried that that was gonna happen so awesome and the the funny part of all this, well, not funny and awesome. And I just think it's funny because I was talking to my friend about how it's just the whole process. I feel like maybe there's a better way. Like, can't the kids work together in school? And I mean, if you think about scientists, don't they like collaborate in a lab and then they like do their experiments and because my daughter was a little bit frustrated because it didn't come out like how she was expecting it. And she kind of thought, well, I didn't do it right because it didn't come out as what I thought. And we just had to tell her, well, that's just science. Like that's, that's the whole point. You ask a question and you find out if that question is right by doing your experiment. And you're not supposed to feel bad. It's just how it is. 
and and maybe I'm not a science teacher, but I'm also a parent who's had to been who's been kind of having to go through this now with my fourth child and I have one left and um hopefully we'll have some great projects to do. I'm sure I need to be more positive about that. But anyway, so two days later, because I was just talking to a friend about because her they brought back best medicine for the sixth graders. And I was just so grateful that I didn't have to do that with um, my daughter. And then she sends me a text and says her son won for like his um, project. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Then I get a text from her again the following the following a couple days later and well it was actually let's see I get a text from her on this past Monday or Tuesday anyway and she says congratulations to Sophie that's so awesome and I was just thinking yeah we got it done that's so awesome we're done with this science fair and I'm thinking well maybe she's thinking something else and so I we get a regular email from the principal and in the email, he lists the winners of the seventh grade project and my daughter won first place. What? I don't even like the science fair and this is so awesome and funny. I mean, I like science, but I just think it's funny like that she won and not funny in a bad way. That's just like hilarious. Like, oh, I'm just so grateful that she got it done that like my it's like I'm not like one of those parents who's like okay we have to win this is the best project this is I'm not like super competitive like that so anyway so funny so we have another first place winner in our family and it's pretty funny anyway I'm so grateful to be done with that science fair project and I don't know if they have to do another one in eighth grade so sometimes I get myself all psyched up and ready but I wanted to share that story because many of you may be going through that right now. If you need some project ideas, there's a couple for you. Retractable leg, you know, who knew that that was like a thing or the wash your hands thing. That is super easy. So my advice, do something easy and fun and you never know if you could maybe win first place, even if you don't even mean to. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you have a great day. I'll be posting notes and ideas and please share with me any funny stories. I'm sure you've all gone through some fun science fair projects and struggles. Um, again, on findingthefloor.com. Have a great day, all. Thanks. Bye. you enjoyed today's episode if you have any questions come by findingthefloor.com where i will have show notes and links for anything i've mentioned today special thanks to seth johnson for creating and performing the theme music come back next week and thanks for listening 